Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 106 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Lindsay from Copper House Tans in Buckeye, Arizona. She shares her wonderful story about how in the last nine months, she not only started her business, she quit her corporate job and has gone all in on her sunless tanning business. You know, something that's important in this podcast is to showcase people in different areas and different aspects of their business, different years of their business, different situations and everything, because I want to showcase all the differences and what you can do for yourself and for your business, right? So some people have been in the industry for a decade, some have been in for five years, in Lindsay's case, under a year, but she's gone all in. Her and her husband worked it out, figured out what they needed to do. She quit her corporate job. She wanted something That was outside the corporate environment, something she had more control over. And with that, she's obviously had some growing pain. She's had some of that going on, but she's also dedicated her time and her effort into building something on her own, which is a beautiful thing. She shares her story about how she uses her brand ambassadors to grow her business, how she's been able to leverage that up to this point, as well as other things that she's done to not only get her business started, but to help grow her business. So for those of you that are newer to the business or just starting out, you can learn a lot from this, learn a lot from Lindsay and what she's done in these first nine months of her business. Uh, and, and also for those of you that have been around, I think you'll learn a lot about the brand ambassador side of things. If you're not leveraging that as well as you could, Lindsay shares some great insights into what she's doing and what's working for her. So thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining us on this podcast. And for everybody that's listening, if you find this valuable, if this information is helpful, please make sure to share this podcast with anybody you think that would find it helpful. I don't care if they're in the beauty industry or not. I think that people can learn a lot from this and from business and all the things that we share on this podcast. So make sure to share it. Please leave us a review if you don't mind. We love to see that review. We want to reach more people. We want to impact more people. We want to help more people change their lives. And we believe in doing that. So thank you so much for that. And, and as always... The Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the one and only Happy Tans Website Builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do our websites look beautiful, not only do they look wonderful, not only do they customize for you and your brand, but they help you rank online. They help people find you online. They help new potential clients find you on Google when they search for your for spray tans in your area. We've seen it time and time again. We've helped hundreds of spray tan artists do this, and we truly believe in what we do. If you want to get started, go to the website happytans.com forward slash website or go to happytans.com click the green create your website button you can see some reviews you can see some first-hand information from people you can see some samples of sites that we've created as well we have a white glove concierge service for those of you that don't want to even get involved in it where we'll do everything for you we just need a little bit of information from you obviously to get started but from there we'll build out the site completely brand it for you get it up and running and help you get found online if you have any questions as always come check us out happytans.com reach out to me personally Grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing it with me today. It means more than you know. I hope you have a lovely day and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Lindsay Reichert from Copper House Tans in Buckeye, Arizona. How are you doing today, Lindsay? 
I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm excited to learn more about you and your story. We were introduced uh, through our good friend, Alicia Gain, who is uh, who's awesome. She was a previous guest, Wonderless Glow uh, in Texas. So thank you so much for her introduction. And I'm excited to learn more about you and your story. I'm excited. Thank you so much yeah, for having me. Sure, sure. So let me open up the floor. I'd love for you to share your story, your journey through the sunless industry so far, even though it's been brief. I'd love to hear that, what it's been like for you so far and for people to learn more about you and, and your business and where you are right now. Absolutely. So I actually worked in healthcare for almost 10 years. Um, I had my daughter at a young age. I was 20 and um, I actually wanted to be a hairstylist when I was in high school, my plan was to graduate high school, um, move to the Phoenix area, which is actually where I live now, and go to the Paul Mitchell School, become a hairstylist, and live my best life. Well, I had my daughter really young, and I needed to find uh, something that's going to offer financial stability, benefits, all the things. And so I worked in healthcare for almost 10 years. And last year, I actually was promoted. And I just, it just didn't feel right. I didn't, I wasn't fulfilled. I was not happy. And I, something, I was actually listening to another podcast and somehow spray tanning was brought up. And so I was like, how do you even get into spray tanning? Because it's not something that's commonly talked about. So, um, you know, in, in terms of how you go about starting a spray tan business. So I did a little research and the first thing that popped up was spray tan class. So I convinced my husband, I'm like, this is it. Like, this <laughs> is what is going to, you know, bring us all the wealth. Right. right. And, um, so I convinced him to let me buy the course. He actually bought the course for me um, for as an early Christmas present mm -hmm. and my startup kit. And yeah, so I was certified in December. And as soon as I finished the course, I did all the back-end business things, registered, you know, for my tax ID, all that. And yeah, I officially I spray tanned my first person in December. And mm. I was just, I'm like the, the endorphins that mm. I feel when I do this is just, it's crazy. So I was like, I want to pursue this mm. more. And yeah. And I mean, the, the rest is history. I quit my full-time job in April. So um, it's, it's been fun. It's been hard, but mm. definitely worth it. Yeah, I love the I love the story and the journey. And I think a lot of people can relate to a number of things, maybe having kids at a young age, whatever it may be, or different situations, mm -hmm. a corporate job, a safe job, something that's comfortable, right? It's it's hard to leave that comfort yep. kills kills so many dreams more than most people imagine. But it's great that you're able to step out of that, right? There's always another job to go back to, but you only have, you know, so many opportunities to do these types of things, right? Everything has to line up, you know, you have to have the support of your significant other, your husband, in this case, you have to have, you know, the kids need to be these ages, you know, all these different things have to work out. But I think it's great that you're able to do that. And, and one, you know, you've only been in the industry for about nine months at the time of recording this, which is awesome, but you've gone full time. So I like to have people on that are in different you know, seasons of their business. We've had people on that have been in the industry for, you know, 18 years, 10 years, 12 right. years, but it's great to have people that are 
newer because there's so many people that are looking to get to where you are that are just looking to get started or to quit their job, to find the confidence, the support to do that. So it's great to have somebody like yourself on because it's so, it's so raw to you, right? It just happened. You probably still yeah. remember quitting yes. your job. Yes. <laughs> the feelings are fresh and it's yeah. still, it's still, you know, going through growing pains, even currently. I'm not booked and busy and, you know, just completely thriving. I'm still, you know, in the midst of the grind. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, I mean, you know, we want to help people get through that, to that and through that, right? So that's part of uh, the growth process for anybody, right? Occasionally, you'll probably see in the forums, if you're in there, these people start their business and take off. That's an anomaly, obviously. And there's so many factors, right? The demographics, geographically, where you're located, you know, the seasons and all the other people don't have seasons if it's always hot. You know, you're in Arizona, so you might have different seasons than we do because we have a winter, you know, so there's so many factors that come into play, but we like to see everything here to show people all the opportunities there are. So for you, uh, quitting the job was obviously a big thing. Um, I can imagine the safe paycheck, healthcare, all those different factors come into play. Um, What was the ultimate decision that led you to quit the, and take the leap? So I actually started working from home and, you know, so I was working full time, you know, from home, which was great, but, you know, I was taking clients on my lunch break. I was taking clients, you know, as soon as I logged off for the Mm day, um, or I was, you know, I was on my phone doing something social media related. And so I was, I was always doing something if Mm -hmm. I was you know if I wasn't working I was tanning and vice versa so you know it it started really uh, it started getting hard to manage because you know I I have a husband I have two kids and you know I have to help take care of them too so you know my husband and I had a conversation and he was like look like you're here you're physically here but you're not mentally here, you know, you're sitting on the couch with us, but you're sitting on your phone, you know, talking to your clients or talking to, you know, whatever it is I was doing. So, you know, we, we talked about it and, um, you know, he said, if you think we can manage it financially, then I support you. Mm. Um, and, and it doesn't, you know, it hasn't been easy. There have been times where it's, you know, it's been tough financially or, you know, where it's like, we're having to budget, um, you know, more than we once did. And to me, I, and I do this to a full, I, I put myself under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, I have no choice, but to make it happen because I you know, my kids aren't going to go hungry. I'm not going to let that happen. So right. this was kind of the push I needed and gave me the time to really, you know, create a solid foundation on my social media and things like that. And now I'm kind of starting to, you know, enjoy the fruits of my labor. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of work that goes into it at the beginning. Do you, what was the, uh, in the starting process, even like technically like the business idea, all these different things, what was the most challenging part for you? Do you remember? Getting somebody in my tent, you okay. know, I yeah. mean, because I, I knew a lot of people. Right. And, and I'm sure anybody that starts a business can relate. It's like, Hey, I've started this, you know, a new business venture, um, you know, would you model for me? And people will say, oh yeah, absolutely. Anytime. And then it, it never happens. 
So I think getting somebody in my tent was the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I did and became more comfortable with that, then it was social media. And then getting somebody in my tent was first challenge. And Mm -hmm. then getting my social media and getting all that figured out because I don't have a background in social media or marketing or anything. You know, my background is in healthcare. So it was completely, you know, new territory for me. Right. So many people I know just from speaking to people and seeing the forums, et cetera, can relate to that. It's like the business side is completely new. That was one of the reasons why, you know, I decided to start the podcast was like, there's so many trainings and stuff out there for the technique. And that's great. Yeah. But if you're the best artist isn't found, they're not the best artist because nobody knows. Right. So right. it's yep. helping people get in front of the right people in front of those potential clients is important. Obviously we do the websites and stuff, but social media is a completely different ball game, but understanding that, figuring that out um, and all that is, is super challenging. So what have you found to be the best way to get people in your tent then? So I actually, you know, I was starting to feel really defeated. Um, I did have, you know, I had my sister, let me spray tan her. I had a couple people who were kind enough to, you know, let model for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, you know, I had been given some guidance, you know, post on your Facebook group and all. So I did. And, you know, there's mom groups and my posts weren't getting approved because, mm-hmm. you know, if you generate any leads from your posts, you know, if it's some, any sort of advertisement that they won't, they won't approve it. So I, mm-hmm. I actually posted on Nextdoor. I don't know if you use Nextdoor, but mm-hmm. um, I posted on there basically just, you know, I'm a newly certified spray tan artist. I'm looking for a handful of people to allow me to spray tan them just in exchange for some before and after photos. And I had a mom reach out to me. Um, her daughter was on the palm team at a local high school. And so mm. she was like, she has nationals coming up. She'd she'd love to model for you and so I did and you know that was really when the ball started rolling because I got this group of girls that were on a palm team Mm. um and you know then they were telling their friends and it turns out that this client of mine she signed with a modeling agency another girl in the group she does pageants and who also does modeling and they're now my ambassadors Um, But that's how I, you know, you just need one, you know, one person to say yes to you. And then that can turn into so many more yeses. Yeah, I love that you said that there's a book. I don't know if people have heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of there's a guy named Ed Milet. I don't know if you've ever heard Mm -hmm. of him. He has one of the most popular podcasts, but he just had a book came out and I've read almost all of it. I was reading this morning, actually, it's called The Power of One More. And it's like so many different things. But his thing is like, you're just that one phone call, that one relationship, that one thing away from changing the path of your, what could be your life, you know, that one contact, the one meeting. Um, But it's a really interesting book. There's much more to it, but you're kind of reiterating that fact that that's, that's something real that is true, that there's, you just need that connection. And then there's just, you know, always viewed as like a tree, like everybody has their own branches of people that's going to come off of that one, one connection leads to all these other people. And do that by eight, 10, you know, and it multiplies 16, 30, you know, 32. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you never know. And that's why, you know, you, I mean, take whoever wants to come to you and see where that goes. It could go nowhere, but it could go somewhere. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was really kind of my like 
quote unquote big break. Yeah. Um, when I really started to get more traffic is next door of all places. <laughs> you know, that was the last place I expected to get anybody. And sure. I, you know, I got some, I got a client, multiple clients that I still work with on a regular basis from there. Yeah. So I don't, I know of next door, I don't have it, uh, but I know how it works. Is there any, how I've heard people mention it before, but are there any policy guidelines to put what you can post and not post, or is it like per neighborhood or? (laughs) Yeah. Just on kind of the standard forum, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they really try to keep it, um, you know, pretty just neighborhood talk, um, any business related, um, you know, posting can be flagged. Mm. So I, it, I offered it as a free service in exchange for photos. Um, and so I think that might've been why mine didn't get flagged, but there are like Facebook, there are also groups oh. on, on next door. So you can join these groups and then post there, you know, there's small business groups or, you know, moms of Buckeye, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things. I mean, there's always mom groups. And so, you know, that's, that's a demographic that I feel connected to, obviously, as a mom, um, and as, as a person whose identity was being a mom for so long, you Mm -hmm. know, I want to help them feel good because motherhood is hard, you know? So, I mean, yeah, just post anywhere, anywhere. And I, sometimes I get nothing. Sometimes I don't even get a like or any sort of engagement, but it's out there. Somebody saw it and maybe they'll remember. Right. Yeah. And it's it's probably going to live there. I'm assuming for a long time. And if if it's ever removed, I don't know, but uh, it's out there. I think next door is a great opportunity. It's probably um, similar to Facebook, obviously, especially with the groups. Uh, You know, my wife's part of one here where you have to be a mom invited by another mom. So it's really tight knit. It's really controlled, but it is hard to post certain things I know, but there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of groups in in, uh, different cities and areas. So make sure you're capitalizing on those. I want to take a step back and look at a couple of moments in your business so far in these first nine months, first, uh, the most challenging moment you've had. Um, and on the flip side of that, the best moment you've had in your business so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, um, I've been super, I'm super grateful because, you know, I haven't had, I mean, owning a business is challenging. Mm-hmm. Being a small business is challenging mm-hmm. in it, in and of itself. So, you know, I think the most challenging was believing in myself. Mm. You know, there isn't a particular moment that I can say was the most challenging because it all is. Um, But I think, you know, really doing some self-reflecting and believing in myself and knowing that, you know, I am capable and I'm good at what I do and, um, and not constantly doubting, you know, my capabilities with anything, you know, like I said, I, I don't have a background in marketing, but I, I had to figure it out, you right. know, I mean, right. you, we all start somewhere. And so trying to give myself that grace, like this at some point is going to be so much easier to me. It's just hard right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then the best moments, you know, I've had a lot of really great things come up recently. I was connected with um, some pageant directors. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my ambassadors, she's a contestant in pageants 
And so her mom was kind enough to connect me with um, a couple directors and, you know, so things like that that have come up more recently, um, obviously being invited on this podcast and, sure. you know, being invited, invited to speak at Alicia's training. Those are all great things. And I've only been doing this for nine months. You know, I, I, you know, thought this is, these are things that happen when you've been in the business for sure. years. Who am I to be that person sure. but I have value to bring mm -hmm. and you know so good things will come you just have to believe that they can happen for you yeah everybody has a story everybody has a journey everybody has something that other people can learn from them uh, we've yep. touched on this on all the recent podcasts I've recorded the imposter syndrome is huge right why me I think I don't think you ever get over that I'm sure that right. people at the top of whatever industry an artist uh, you know musician they're still like is it a fluke? There's somebody better than me, you know, all these different right. things, but yeah. there's only so much you can control, right? So control what you can. If it's, you know, I got to work harder than people, then you got to, uh, if it's, you know, you, you need to learn social media because you're not naturally good at it, then you got to learn it, whatever you have yep. to do, you know, you, you have to put in the work uh, to yep. get there, but at least have that growth mindset that you can learn it. Like, I don't know how to do this yeah. yet versus like, right. I'm not, I'm never going to be able to do it, which is like completely defeated, you know, close. Exactly. Mind, so. And I'm the type of person, I don't like to ask for help. I am. So I'm overly independent to mm -hmm. a fault. Mm -hmm. And so I am going to, I'm going to research until my fingers bleed before I go to a person <laughs> yeah, and say, yeah. I need you to help me. Yeah. I cannot figure this out. What do I do? Sure. I'm, I just, and I, I know, and I, I need to work on that, but that's <laughs> just who I am. And, and so I ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I've had mm. people reach out to me and I'm like, little old me, like mm -hmm. what, how, I mean, I, and I'm flattered that, you know, people feel that I can bring some sort of value to them, but ask for help. Don't be me. Don't be like me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. reach out to somebody. And if, if someone doesn't answer you, somebody, somebody yeah, else will. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the beautiful things. And why yeah, I mentioned on the, when we were starting the podcast, like everybody's in a different part of their journey, but there's so many people that are like, you know, nine months behind or 10, a year behind you, right. They're just they just found out about spray tanning through a podcast. They're trying to talk their right. husband or their significant other into invest in my dreams, you know, and they want to get to yep. where you are. Right. And you're, yep. you are one step ahead. And, you know, the best thing about like teaching people is you really just have to be one step ahead of, of whoever you're teaching to, in order to help yep. them get to that next step. So it's easy to get caught up in, you know, I haven't been in here for a decade. I don't know every single thing about it, but even right. people that have been in it that long, they don't know it either. Right. They're still learning it as well. So uh, it's great to, to realize that and to be able to help people and give back. Um, and that, and being that you're still so new to it, there's obviously a lot to learn, but that, that is never going to change. Obviously. Right. No, I mean, yeah, it's people that have been in the industry for years mm. may not do something the way that I do it. And, you know, that could be beneficial to them mm -hmm. and, and vice versa. I mean, everybody, I, I'm sure, as you know, everybody has their own technique. Everybody has their right. own approach to, you know, booking to, you know, all the things. So right. I could 
have figured one thing out that <laughs> right. really works that somebody could after 10 years say hey why didn't i think of that right. after 10 years of doing this yeah. you know exactly maybe they didn't ask for help you know <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> yeah, very good. So I want to take, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the ambassadors because Alicia mentioned, uh, you know, as one of your strong suits, I'll learn more about that and how you've leveraged that to grow your business. I think I'll, a lot of people still overlook that or may not understand it, or maybe have not even thought about it. Right. So let's, let's right. help people out so they can understand what it is, how it works for you, what's worked best for you, whatever you want to share about it, because you um, seem to have a very good system already. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, and I can't even, I think I just, I saw people talking about ambassadors mm -hmm. on the forums yeah. and, you know, so I searched, you know, you can search keywords. So I searched, um, you know, all the things about ambassadors. I mean, dating like five years ago, I went yeah. through the forums and was like, I need to know everything there is to know about it. Um, and so I had, figured out that I wanted to bring on ambassadors. I didn't know how many. Um, I just wanted to see where it went. And so after I tanned the group of girls for um, Palm Nationals, I, I was strategic about it, you know, because I wanted them to see what I do mm -hmm. without knowing that I had them in mind for this opportunity. So um, the weekend after, I think I tanned them on a Wednesday and then either Friday or Saturday, I created a Google, uh, just like a five question questionnaire on Google Forms mm -hmm. and I posted it and I, every single one of those girls, except for one applied to be my ambassador. And I wow. said yes to all of them because I'm a sucker. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they all want to work with me. Right. Um, and so it, I found an ambassador agreement on Etsy um, and just reworded it. I, you know, it was good to have just kind of a standard template. And then I just went through proofread it and, or proofread it ra rather. Mm. Um, and I, put in what I wanted my social media requirements to be and <clears throat> it's definitely there's been some learning for me mm -hmm. to do you know I've been very you know I was lenient I actually recently released a handful of my ambassadors um, because I'm running a business and I'm offering you a service you know free or discounted and all I ask is you know these few things um so i i had to release them because it was not it was no longer a mutually beneficial mm. um relationship so i've changed my requirements a few times and um you you that's what you have to do um yeah. but they've i've gained a lot of content a lot of content because mm. like i said you know one of my ambassadors does pageants and is with a modeling agency the other is you know with a modeling agency so i'm constantly getting professionally taken photos you know minimally edited yeah. of my cans to share and you know these moms have been doing this with them for a long time mm -hmm. so they get it they get the hustle they get the grind and there's they give me pictures. They have no problem with me posting. So it's been great because when you're first starting, the, you know, one of the biggest challenges is content. Mm 
yeah, you know, is. so then your main source of content is, you know, your fresh tan line pictures, which is fun, but it's not truly in indicative of the actual results. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to see because, you know, I've had people say, I want this color and it's a tan line picture of a fresh spray tan. And it's like, you're not going to be that color. That's yeah. just, you bronzer. know, yeah. that's the bronzer. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's my initial goal was to gain content. Mm-hmm. Of course you want to gain clientele, but my, my goal, my right now goal was to gain content. I got that. I changed my, you know, requirements. I changed, you know, I changed my mind on who I want to have, you know, as my walking billboard. So now, you know, I said yes to everybody because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And now I, with that experience, I'm a little more picky. I know what I'm looking for. I know how to create those boundaries and set my expectations clearly from the get-go and not have to go through that, you know, right. oh, well, this isn't working out anymore. Right. Yeah. That's uh, that's an important lesson. That's actually uh, interesting. You said that I would think most people and I would go into it like getting clients out of it, but your thought was kind of the long game. I need the content. I need the pictures. It's the most challenging and still is like the most one of the most common questions you probably see how to get people to send pictures, et cetera. We've had right. a couple of people on, you know, Stephanie uh, Pierce, I'm thinking of from up in uh, DC. She does, she has a great, yeah. does a great job of it. There's a lot of people that, that do, but there is a certain way to do it. And you found a good way with the ambassador program. So your, it sounds like your program kind of works like a discounted or free tan in exchange for mm-hmm. pick use of content and other right. things. They, prob- they probably have to post X amount of times per week, month, yep. whatever that looks like. Yeah. And you can have different requirements for different ambassadors. You know, if, if they're providing you great content, but you're not getting anybody in your door from them, then, you know, I mean, what do you want out of it? That's what you have to think about. You know, like I said, that was my right now goal. And now I, I have a good, you know, solid, um, you know, content I have, I have good solid content on my social media I have more that I haven't posted that you know I I have revolving I, you know I can have more um to post so now my goal is you know getting clients in the door so yeah. you know that's it it don't be afraid to have different requirements for different people yeah that's a good that's a great point good good idea I mean that's it's going to vary depending on where you are in your business, who the person is, what kind of exposure they've got. Obviously, uh, the content is very, very valuable, though. They get those pictures, the after pictures, especially professionally yep. professionally done pictures that are that are right. lightly edited. Uh, you really can't beat that. So um, it sounds like that's been very beneficial for you. Outside of the ambassador program, what's been the number one way you've been able to bring clients in, in the door? On social media, um, you know, I will go on Instagram, you know, you can search different cities and mm-hmm. it'll show you content um, or uh, posts rather mm-hmm. that people have done the, um, you know, the location tag and, you know, follow people, engage with them, reach out. I've followed a lot of photographers mm-hmm. and reached out to them. And, you know, so if, hey, if you or your client would be interested in spray tan. I'd love to work with you. Um, you know, engaging with people that follow you too. I actually, um, I did a call with Sheila Bella and 
some of the feedback that I had gotten was to engage with people that follow you. Hey, thank you so much for the follow, you know, engage in conversation. And then, you know, I did that and it resulted in, um, in a training. I don't know if Alicia, you know, told you, but, you know, uh, we haven't officially announced, so hopefully we'll work on that before this podcast goes <laughs> live. But, you know, I'll be training under her. Um, I reached out to somebody that followed me and she was like, oh my gosh, I've been meaning to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if you do spray tan training. And I was like, had I not reached out to this person, this maybe would not have happened right. or would not have happened at the time, you know, so you never know what can come of it. And, you know, so reach out to people. The worst that could happen is they don't respond to you or they say no. Yeah. And, you know, I, I sat for hours, you know, Google searching local gyms, dance studios, all the things, emailing, and you, you know, you just, you never know what, what can happen for you yeah definitely it sounds like again that one connection made a difference Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's huge it kind of goes back to what we spoke about earlier that's yeah it's uh that's it's interesting information i think you know you're being resourceful and thinking of all the different ways to kind of uh to get there to follow all the streams to the ocean kind of things you're trying to figure out all the different way the different avenues you can go after to to Mm -hmm. grow the business which you have to be resourceful you have to you know, roll with the punches. You have to figure these things out. You have to lean on other yeah. people. Obviously, um, you know, don't always go out with your, don't go with your hand out asking for help, but at least right. you know, try to provide some kind of value in exchange for for what you're asking for, at least. Uh, definitely. So for you, um, if you don't mind sharing, what type of products and uh, equipment do you use? So products, I primarily use Nuda. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got a couple others. I use unfiltered dry run, I which I've gotten great feedback. Um, you know, for my more active clients, I um, Evolution Tan Deadly Nightshade is absolutely gorgeous. I use that as well. Um, Glow by Erin finishing powder, melted soapery finishing powder. You know, their her retail products are amazing. So um, those are really what I have found works best. Mm-hmm. um for me and for my clients okay. and then as far as equipment I use the I started with the Apollo mini mist um that just as what came in my startup kit mm-hmm. but now I use the Fuji uh I have the studio tan with the 7350 gun and I love it it's made <laughs> such a difference in my technique mm-hmm. and just I mean it's yeah it's amazing is that a stainless steel gun it is it, okay yeah yeah yeah, they're definitely a little bit more efficient, I think, than the They're rest of heavy. Yeah, they are, they are yeah. definitely heavier. The first time I used it, I, I was actually sore. Yeah, I was I'm like, sure. this is really heavy, but it gets easier. And, you know, what I love about it is, um, you know, because it hooks in from the bottom, I'm able to adjust my the settings on my gun mm. periodically as I spray so that I'm not just sitting at one, you know, settings for mm-hmm. the entire tan because in my experience certain areas need different settings yeah definitely definitely and you said when you first start off the first training you took was through kelly callahan yes yeah. yep so i was certified through spray tan class i did the online course mm-hmm. and then i did alicia's training in dallas in march oh, cool. um, and then i also did the um the poc course through spray tan class with Maria Michelle Lee. Okay. 
Very yeah. good. So you already three, three train, three trainings in <laughs> on it, nine months into it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to continue to learn for sure. For sure. Well, uh, Lindsay, this has been a great uh, getting to know you learn more about your story. It's so cool to hear, you know, how far you've come in the first nine months. We're excited to think, you know, 12 months down the road, 24 months where you'll be um, uh, excited for everything you have going on. Uh, and thank you for your time. If anybody has questions for you, what's the best way to reach out to you? Um, you can reach me on Instagram. My handle's at Copperhouse Tan. House is H-A-U-S. Mm -hmm. um, or email uh, copperhousetan at gmail.com. Um, that's probably where you'll see me the most. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll link all that as well as your beautiful Happy Tan site. You have copperhousetan.com. Yeah. So we'll definitely link all that. And the final question I'd like to ask is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Oh, gosh just keep going. Mm. Don't give up. It's easy to give up. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would be lying if I said that I haven't thought about it even last week, you know, right. but just keep going. It's going to yeah. get better as long as you believe that it will. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. It's probably the most consistent answer we've had. I just recorded a podcast before this and they had the exact the same response. So oh, can, funny. That's all, well, it's consistent, right? It's the same. Yeah. You can look at any entrepreneur and no matter where they are in their business, I'm sure they can relate and they will reflect that. Just keep going. Don't give up. There's, oh. there's road bumps, there's roadblocks, there's, you know, trap doors, whatever. There's all these different things, but at the end, if you keep going, you know, you'll make it through. 100% mindset is everything. And you know, you will find that when you change your mindset, things will start happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome, Lindsay. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day and happy tanning. Thank you so much. You too.